Welcome to this special edition of Media Week's Heavy Hitters South by Southwest. Brought to you by Rival Media and New Shorts. Hosted by Media Week's Managing Director and Publisher, Trent Thomas. This series tells you everything you need to know about South by Southwest from the industry's foremost experts. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heavy Hitters South by Southwest, brought to you by our sponsors, News Corp Australia and Rival Media. I'm your host, Trent Thomas, and today we'll be talking to two people from Seven West Media, Mel Hopkins, the company's Chief Marketing Officer, and Kurt Burnett, the company's Chief Revenue Officer, talking about why Seven is an event partner with South by Southwest, the upcoming upfront which will be held at the event, and what the brand appeal is for being associated with the first ever South by Southwest in Sydney. Let's get into it. We're here with Mel and Kurt. Kind of, we're about a week away from South by. How's the preparation going for you guys? We're in full swing. Super excited about um, the countdown to to South by. Obviously, for us, it's a week long celebration of our, our upfront and also, you know, partnering with what is going to be an amazing hub of innovation, tech, and creativity. So we're sort of stoked and. And and can't wait, literally um, ripping the days off and the sleeps. <laughs> yeah, like a like a South by Advent calendar. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, I saw this is coming out in about a week, but yesterday we you guys literally announced Seven House, which looked quite amazing. So it was a good time to be chatting. Kind of talk me through what work, how much work went into that, and what kind of people can expect. Well, I think, uh, Trent, it was um, who you being my travel buddy with uh, <laughs> South by Southwest in Texas. I think uh, we got a lot of, a lot of um, really inspirational thinking and um, ideas out of that. And um, if anyone's thinking of going on the Media Week South by Southwest trip, I thoroughly recommend it. Was that that's what you wanted me to say, wasn't it? Of course, this is what the whole thing's about. It's just a yeah. factual promotion for us. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's um. From the moment we made the commitment to uh, to be in South by Southwest and then actually see some of that, uh, you, you know, it's it started there and the inspiration has come alive um, more than we had hoped. Really, the uh, the house, seven house that's been um, developed and worked on by the team is just extraordinary uh, in respect of what's going to be inside that. We have our upfronts, of course, but inside seven house, everything that we will be touching on in the upfronts that perhaps don't have the same um, amount of time to go over those details, everything from AI, and this is going to give you a little bit of a sneak theme into some of the upfronts, obviously content creation. Um, it is screens, um, AI, audience predictions, um, and uh, a technology that's going to um, create bigger and better and more engaged audiences, but in, in a really different way. It's not it's not a selling proposition. It's a thought-provoking ideation discussion. And we think when you come to Seven House, you'll walk out of there um, much more informed than when you walked in in a very different way. So we're really excited about where things are at. And, yeah, the, the uh, what you see is going to be uh, quite incredible, we think. Yeah, and I think we've um, there's been a lot of effort that's gone into curating the experience around Seven House. We want it to feel, we want it to feel like Seven, um, and you know that that's 
that's been sort of radically um, relevant. So you know, it will be it'll be warm and friendly, but um, there's a nice level too of um, premium experience. the The first floor is pretty much just open to badge holders to come in and out. We'll be having you know coffee and refreshments during the day. We've got some amazing VR experiences, so you can immerse yourself literally in a couple of our programs, which should be brilliant. And then um, upstairs is where we're running uh, masterclasses that people can um, register for um, and um, a couple of pretty special private events. We downstairs from five to seven every evening will have a very special happy hour. So we look forward to hosting people there and, and each day we'll have a slightly different theme and a bit of education so you can learn to make the ultimate gin uh, martini uh, right through to a, a margarita one afternoon. So we think that should be great fun too. But we we're, were quite sort of blown away, I think, when we sort of started pulling together the um, schedule. You often think these things are going to end up dry. Um, it was quite It was quite the opposite and, you know, we've knocked back some amazing people also that wanted to get involved. But, you know, we've got everyone from – you know, VaynerMedia um, to the AFL to to obviously um, great tech companies like Databricks to to Seven, um, letting you get under the skin of um, what we're doing, both from a um, sales and ad format perspective, but also what drives all of our um, premium um, content. We're hosting some pretty cool podcasts, so. We hope it is sort of the the destination, um, and then everyone talks about just how fab their experience uh, is at Seven House. Kurt, kind of you mentioned uh, was a research trip to Texas. Kind of what seeing tech, seeing that in person, kind of how did that factor into what you guys did um, this year? Well, it was, yeah, there was, there was a lot of uh, inspiration that came from that. And I think one of the key things was uh, navigation of uh, the, the sheer scale of what Texas uh, um, threw up. And that's been going for 34 years. I think it is 34 years, but obviously it's a long time. But I think what they've done an incredible job, the team at South by Southwest actually, in, um, in for the first year to, to get a great deal of diversity and um, in topics and ideas through for year one. But one of the things that we've been really thinking about was, you know, how do we help people navigate through that, um, including our own session? So this is the thing, like we know we're part of something bigger and uh, that's how we thought about it. And to Mel's point around how it's come together and what it looks like, we also know that that's just going to be one stop on many things that people do and we want them to come to our seven house after the upfront if they've been to the upfronts, they're going to see more of what they saw at the upfronts. If they haven't been to the upfronts, they're going to be, you know, get a deep dive and a masterclass on some of the subject matters. But then they're going to move off into other um, companies from around the world that are represented that are talking around similar subjects because the way that it's set up and screens and games and, um, you know, storytelling and the likes uh, fits perfectly with what it is that we're doing and the things that we took out of um, of Texas of how they do it. And I, I guess the real key purpose as we think about why we're there, again, you know, yes, it's the upfronts, but we don't want to just tell our story. We want to show our story and we want to be immersed in what is one of the world's, if not the world's greatest creative 
um, you know, music gamification event, you know, when we're right inside that, we're in the heart of it. And that's where we want it to be. And that's what we hope people take away from it. Um, not just what they do at Seven House, but how they enjoy the entire event as with Seven House is, is a key point to remember. And, um, you know, we're making our own history here, really, with South by Southwest Sydney. I mean, this is the first year. Uh, it's always a risk in some respects to go in year one with, any, with anything. But what we've done is we've, uh, you know, we've really grabbed it with both hands. Everybody's got involved across the whole, you know, network, really different parts to get involved. So it's been quite amazing to watch, really, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, everyone's yeah. jumped in and um, created what we think is going to be pretty good. Bearing in mind, this is only year one, too. So, you know, we'll, there'll be learnings from that. Tooks, um, South by in Texas, what is it? 34 years, I think, I was saying before. And, um, this is the first time it's ever got out of, uh, out of the US. Pretty amazing, really, for little old Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Mel, you're kind of considered you know, one of the leading voices among CMOs. So it was pretty exciting to see what you could do with such a great brand exercise. What kind of value did you see? Because I think you came onto the team and Kurt had kind of got the ball rolling, but you've kind of helped take that ball into the end zone. Super Bowl on 7 mate in Feb, by the way. So, I know. I wonder if we- segue. Nice segue. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering if we're going to be uh, seeing a bit of Taylor at Super Bowl as well. So I've got a feeling that um, that might bring in some different type of advertisers for us, um, uh, just sort of given the uh, whole phenomena. Um, so just sort of saying I'd be buying those ad packages now. Uh, but um, you were saying? Yeah, I was saying um, kind of what do you, what was the brand value of jumping, of this project and they kind of how did you help to kind of jump in and maximise its returns? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think the um, the super interesting um, uh, thing on on our connection with South by Southwest is just how authentic it is. So I'm, I'm usually very allergic to partnerships where it feels like it's a badging exercise and opportunity. And for Seven, actually, this is far from that. So, you know, we champion and build great content for Australia every single day. We champion and build amazing creativity for Australians every single day. We champion and build mass cultural experiences for Australians every single day. And that pretty much is the ethos of what South by Southwest is. I've touched on before the responsibility of it for us as a brand to be involved is is hard and super um you know we take you know a bit, it's a big responsibility not to sort of screw it up because we want to be authentic and part of it and um yeah not just sort of showing up and we look like we're dad dancing at a at a disco um i think the the other thing um on top of it um you know, is is obviously over and above the brand and what the brand is doing and our relationship with South by Southwest is is the upfront, which, you know, obviously for us is incredibly important. And for for all of my sins, um, you know, I, I I'm EPing it this year. I think, you know, Kurt's quite enjoying watching me squirm from the sidelines <laughs> from the upfronts, aren't you? Oh, I, I, I just kind of partner in the squirming with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, uh, <laughs> how's EPing your first upfront 
going besides the screaming? Oh, there's not screaming, it's squirming. So squirming. there's no screaming. There's been no screaming. Be, to be very clear, there's been far from screaming. The it's squirming. been amazing. Yeah, squirming. Um, it's been an amazing, um, it's been an amazing experience. I mean, for me, sort of, you know, I've been in sort of six months. So it's a big responsibility. Um, and there's a lot of people, you know, within the organization that have, um, you know, worked on upfront before. But I think that, you know, Kurt and I very much had a vision with this upfront that the upfront needed to feel like it was worthy of South by Southwest. It was really important that we remind the industry around the power of seven, um, the mass reach that we, um, you know, hit every single, um, day with with shows the engagement um, that we can drive the context of building emotion and and probably actually to you know kill some of the naysayers around there around the format and and the channel so um you know we reach 17 million Australians every single month I think I saw I don't know if it was on Media Week actually yesterday, an ad from Google that say that YouTube reaches 17 million Australians um, every month. So, you know, and I know there may have been a bit of bashing at Brandcast about us as a um, channel, but the numbers speak for themselves and ours are independently verified. So um, I'm really looking forward to us sharing that um, and reminding uh, reminding the industry why they should partner with us. Well, we almost had 17 million just on the Matildas game. Ah, well, you know, the really great thing about that 17 million figure, and this is really important, that is exclude, like, that remove the Matildas being involved, right? So, um, you know, we, we reached 17 million Australians in December. Uh, we reached 17 million Australians in a June. So obviously we get great bursts with things like events like the AFL and the Matildas, but, the more interesting thing is just the unbelievable reach of just Ooh. our general programming. So that's the um, appeal of, well, I wouldn't even say linear TV anymore, of just broadcast television, both BVOD and linear, is that huge flaw that you guys have, right, Luke? On a bad day, you guys have more reach than most platforms. Well, I mean, you know, the news, it's its delivering over 2 million every, every night. And, uh, and when you look at it on the total TV front, but I think... Uh, you know, this is what's interesting having Mel, um, you know, part of the team and how even the approach on the upfronts is, you know, having, you know, uh, a CMO's leading in with the lens, different lens, a CMO lens on what it is in the story that needs to be told and how it needs to be told. Because, you know, Mel often says it's the things that she didn't realize, um, you know, to the scale that Seven provided and, um, some of the things of, you know, the data insights, three and a half million, you know, how it gets used. So I think it's been a fascinating exercise for all of us because, uh, you know, Mel's, as I say, taking a different lens, even on the upfronts on other things, which I think's worked tremendously well. And, you know, I think it's, it is that notion, you know, as, as we've been talking around of, you know, the World Cup, Seven created that World Cup moment. Um, seven, you know, shaped culture, change behavior. That's what we did. And we did it again uh, on the weekend for the uh, AFL grand final. It is after the Matildas, the most watched event of the year. It's nearly six million. Yeah, nearly yeah. six million. It's uh, And what that does, though, it bounces into other shows. And we just want to make sure that everyone's very clear um, that what those numbers are and that they are, they can be part of it just by placing one by 30 second in the grand final, um, 
In between goals, the only place to get a goal, uh, an ad between goals is on seven, nowhere else. But all you need is one by 30 to get to four million reach. So you can do it. It's not just a number that's thrown around. And, and I, and I guess that also talks to again, where we're going with, um, you know, why we're at upfronts and uh, sorry, at South by doing upfronts because that story needs to be told and television, uh, is, uh, changing, but uh, my gosh, there's some big numbers that I think most people, whether it be outdoor or radio or YouTube or whoever else would wants to line up, would love to have. And um, the story's just not been told um, or heard well enough. I'd agree. I think the other thing that I found super frustrating um, when I, you know, I'm now in this industry and I hear talk, how we talk is with we don't really know who the consumer is. Tell me someone that says, I'm going to have a linear experience tonight. I might have a BVOD experience tonight. <laughs> um, it doesn't exist. Like it doesn't exist. And oh, linear's, yes, um, around the dinner table, linear's dying. Actually, the fact of the matter is people are watching more content than ever, more content than ever. Um, people don't delineate between free to air and Netflix. Like some might say that, you know, what they're sort of watching, they're watching fucking content. <laughs> and um, I'll go back to around media channels. Um, I, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, a, a, a blended media mix to build your brand. That's super important. But there is not another channel in this country that hits the reach and engagement we do in a period. Like 2.4 million Australians from six to seven every evening. So that's my challenge, actually, to, to you and all of your readers. Tell me another channel in Australia that in that one-hour period can get me uh, engaged, unskippable advertising for 2.4 million people. And I'm, I'm happy to buy anyone a case of wine or beer that can prove me wrong. It's a good challenge. Or kombucha. Yeah, sorry, or kombucha. <laughs> For those that don't drink, yes. <laughs> um, and, and, and I think that that is, um, you know, there's a lot of people that forget the fact too that the media world is so fragmented. It was way easier when, you know, I was much younger and, and hotter. You know, Kurt, Kurt's still lucky that he's good looking. But, you know, when I started out, it was radio, TV and print. That was it. <laughs> there was a bit of outdoor. I didn't do a lot. There's a little bit of outdoor. Um, you know, it's it's a real challenge um, connecting with people. Which is why we're pushing down on the converged, you know, the yeah. converged proposition of making sure that you can pick that audience up. Uh, you know, we'll talk a bit about that in Upfronts as well, about what we're doing is make sure that we can bring that together faster because, as Mel said, it doesn't matter where you're on the, you know, the difference between a TV screen and the lounge room on connected television watching My Kitchen Rules as I did last night um, on catch-up versus the live um, broadcast of um, content. It's There is no difference. People don't talk about it like that. They don't think about it like that. But what we're doing is bringing it together so that when a brand wants to be next to um, the biggest audience they possibly can, we can bring it together across metro, regional and digital uh, very quickly and um, through automation. So convergence is, you know, a big, big piece of our strategic um, audience capture going forward as it relates to advertisers being mm. part of it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's actually an exciting time. 
Yeah, and I think, um, you know, if I, if I just touch on up front, the lens that we've put across it is there's no bullshit. You know, um, we're real, we're open, we're honest. The facts are real. The um, the facts are um, honest where when there's no puffery and we've been really clear on that. I think that the industry can sniff that from a mile away. Um, so we're just going to sort of show up with our amazing seven swagger and um, I'm really looking forward to 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 sharing and I know sort of the whole seven team is around, you know, who we are and what we stand for every single day. Maybe the one thing I've pulled out more is um, I think as an organisation, seven's been a little humble um, and, you know, we, we need to, we need to share, um, a lot more, um, the amazing stuff that, you know, that we do. Like, I, I didn't even appreciate and thank you for saying that, you know, I think, did you say I was a respected CMO? I didn't know if you used leading the word. Voice. Leading well, voice. Well, okay, leading voice. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean respected, but leading well, voice. Let's check um, in. Very respected. Thank CMO. you. Mel thank Hopkins. you. Um, is, I hadn't appreciated that we create 55 news programs a day, <laughs> right? 55 a day all around Australia. Like it's, you know, it's, yeah. That, that, that's remarkable. You talk about um, connecting with local communities. You talk about actually if you, don't, if you want niche um, reach, what you can do around that. Like there, I, I was kind of frustrated and that, that's not on seven or the sales team. Um, I, 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 I think that that is just, um, it's around the, the narrative and the industry starting to champion um, the brilliance of, of what, 55 news programs a day. Like, seriously. I was like, what? That's wrong. No way. Yes, 55. We produce individual news programs. Um, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, and it is amazing that when you think about this year, like volume and quality that the broadcasters, especially you guys, pump out every day, like, you know, Matt Shervington's getting up at 3 a.m. and it goes all the way to the late news bulletin. So it's like, you know, I think people underestimate like how much content and how much high reaching content is produced out of these studios. I think I, it was only a few weeks ago, I was walking the seven studios with you, Mel, and that thing's just a constant uh, content factory, which is quite amazing. Well, it is, but I think the interesting thing, that's just Sydney. And then yeah. you've got to think we've got these bases, you know, all around Australia, you know, in, in Rockhampton and in Cairns, in, in Broome. Um you know, in Dubbo. So um, that that for me is where it's it's super magical. Mm, it's yeah. amazing. And Kurt, you've um, been to one or two Seven Upfronts in your time. You've uh, been involved in a couple. Mm-hmm. Kind of where do you think this one's quite unique in the zeitgeist of it all? Where does this kind of, do you think, how's it going to compare to some of the other Upfronts that you've done in the past? How's it going to be different? How's it going to be the same? Well, I think it's, you know, we're in the midst of, you know, major transformation in respect of uh, not just actually how, you know, we, we obviously distribute, create, distribute content very differently now as, as we've discussed across screens. But there's a whole lot of other things that are going in underneath that around the technology of the way we deliver things. So this is actually, uh, 
this coming into next year, we've got a content slate that's uh, that's working very well from morning to night. You know, we're the number one most watched. Uh, you know, across the year. So we think we're going to see some slight tweaks into the schedule. Some, uh, you know, it's quite a bit of new stuff, but there's not going to be, um, tons of the new, um, content because the ones that we have now we're keeping up are working really, really well. And we think that we can build franchises from them. Australian Isle is a great example. Um, you know, that's going to be returning, of course, but that's something that we believe in to build as a franchise going forward. Um, there's some other new shows that will come in. So I guess the, the theme is, um, you know, restating what our position is in our strategy around content, reminding people of the content that we've got that worked give a lens on some of the new content that's coming through and then just also what we're doing through innovation and our digital evolution of that's 7 nice. Plus and really remind people of what 7 Plus is. So I guess what it is, it's a it's a reinforcement of what we've been doing and, uh, and then just leading to uh, what it is that we are doing into the future also out till, you know, 2030. So we, we talk about the long term and the short term. So... Yeah, it's it's not going to be a uh, you know like here's fifty new shows, uh, but it's the strongest, most confident um, slate that I think we've had since probably I would say uh, four or five years ago when we were just coming out of a few transition shows, and that's the thing like content changes as people move on to other things, and everyone has a cycle, and we're coming into a pretty amazing cycle, so it feels like. Yeah, solid content uh, combined with some um, really good strategic technology-led ideas that people, I think, were going to be pretty excited about. And it's fair to say there's a bit of surprise and delight in there as well? Of course. There is. <laughs> so um, there absolutely is some surprise and delight. Um Mel, uh, Mel just did write down saying it is going to be the best one. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I just, sorry, I didn't read that. <laughs> That's how it compares. It's the, going to be the best one. Best one. No, no. Yeah, that was before Mel Hopkins and that was after Mel Hopkins. That's it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, could, that could go either way. It's BM and, BM and AM. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, you know, it, it's interesting. I've also sort of sat at Upfronts around the globe sitting on the other side as well. Um, and, you know, um, the, the the big job is to ensure no one wants to get their phone out once and that they're engaged except through, to except to take a photo, of course, to take a photo of how brilliant it is. Yeah. But um, to ensure that they're engaged and that they leave feeling um um, that they've they've learned something new and um, that they've actually had a connection like the way a consumer would um, to who we are and and what we stand for. Um, and change their view, maybe if, if, if there was oh, yeah. if there was a different perception change. And this is about us, but it's about TV. And we fully respect that it's upfront seasons. Everyone's doing an upfronts now. TV started it. In fact, we started it. We the very first one back in the day. But now everyone's doing it. We respect that people are taking their time out to yeah. give their hour and a half, whatever it is. Actually, it's not an hour and a half. It's, not, um, it's certainly not two hours. It's not two hours. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so we've got to make sure that it's, um, you know, that it's time well spent and they uh, they have something that they've 
people learn and understand and hopefully we can change some perceptions if the perceptions weren't good so yeah but just yeah we're respectful of, of people's time as well so um yeah, it's a busy time, but we're excited about what's So I, I look forward to the headline post upfronts from Media Week, which is um, the seven upfronts gives Brandcast a one for its money, certainly. <laughs> um, so um, we won't be putting up any slides that say that television is, I don't know, 1,000 times more effective than YouTube. Um, but uh, Look at the fine print too. Look, look at the fine print. Look at the fine print. Actually, just on that, um, it's a bit naughty, but I'm going to say it anyway in um, the podcast. Um, I'm really passionate and about us all as an industry in the world where it's fragmented about just um, sharing real data and facts. And, you know, Google and YouTube, I'm passionate about as a channel. Uh, we use it here at Seven and I used it in previous roles as well. It's super important. But being transparent and open around measurement, I think, is really, really, really critical. Mm. And, you know, going out with sort of claims talking about, you know, 42% of, you know, people are watching less linear TV than before. Um, again, let's look at the, the small print because if I go back to the fact that um, we reach 17 million people a month, free-to-air TV reaches 23 a month, I think Google need to Google the population of Australia because that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. Yeah, I think some of those um, global companies, their data sets can sometimes be interesting reads. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think we've just got a, a job for the industry to be transparent. There is not one marketer or media agency in the land that's going to suggest that you go only unless you've got the smallest budget with one channel. Right, like you know, this is about brand building and driving commercial outcome for 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 businesses, and I appreciate that fully. I know Kurt, um, you know, appreciates that. That's why we built an amazing partnership, you know, in my previous role. Um, but it's just super important that we're open and honest about the role that each channel plays in driving that amazing commercial outcome, mm. and that's what I'm really excited about that you know we're leaning into that um and we care about building brands and building commercial outcome like that that is that's what we're passionate about and i think the objective here is you know we we know we're not the only choice we just want to be the first choice <laughs> and uh you know and then build it around that I mean that you know that that's a genuine you know ambition to be the first place that people will come uh, but clearly not the only place, but just to get ideas, you know, um, book digital, metro, whatever it is, integrate. But, you know, we, we do business ideas. We do it very well and we want to be the first choice that people come to and then go off and do what else you need to get, get done. Cause it's a tough, tough world out there and business is getting tight. And we also recognize that we have to deliver results because, um, yeah, the economy is a bit shaky at the moment. So. We've been there before and we'll be there again, but uh, we'll be that solid partner that can help people through. Uh, so um, top, I know I've used up a lot of you guys' time, so we'll kind of start to wrap up with kind of what top lines, kind of two or three things would you like people to, to take away from the South By experience that Channel 7 provides both in the house and the upfront? Keep in mind that, you know, there'll be some commercial people coming in as well as, um, what's the word, layman's people the b2b and this b2c propositions what's kind of the top lines you're hoping people take away 
Yeah, I mean, look, I think from a B2B um, perspective, it's quite simple that seven is, um, you know, it has to be on your media plan. <laughs> to, to be quite frank, it's as simple as that. Like, you know, you, you know, you cannot not afford to have seven on your um, plan. So that is the simple thing from a, a, a B2B point of view and, and our story is around reminding people why that that's so important. And I think from a B2C point of view, um, you know, Jesus, I've got to go and um, explore Seven even more than I already am now because they've got a whole lot of other content that I wasn't aware of. I, I mean, that's, I think, quite simply. I don't know, Kurt, if there's anything else you'd add to that. No, no. I, th- I think I'd like people to say, well, I, I was entertained, um, I was surprised, uh, and I feel confident about what Seven is bringing, not just for next year, for the next few years, and uh, and I've learned something and, you know, wow. They are not just talking about this stuff. They're actually doing it. And, uh, I I believe what I saw and I believe in them on my schedule for the future. And I had a good time. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's what they take that away. All we're doing with seven, um, house and the upfronts is just, if I'm honest, the basic formulation of marketing. Right, and that's driving uh, an emotional connection to prime people to consider you and then move down the funnel and purchase. And um, it's kind of amazing that some people, when they sort of put these programs on, forget that at the end of the day, we're all consumers, whether that's B2B or B2C. And um, there's a amazing formula that many marketers use every single day to build their businesses. Uh, amazing. Well, thank you both for your time. Um, I've kind of, after reading what Seven House is tomorrow, I'm very much looking forward to it. And I know um, Kurt would have included some of keeping Austin Weird's energy into um, your South by experience. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm sure the upfronts are going to be an experience and a half. Yeah, we look forward to hosting you. You too, indeed. Thanks, Trent. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to Heavy Hitters South by Southwest Special. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit follow for all future episodes. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. This episode was brought to you by Rival Media and New Shorts.